let us down, let us bow our heads. Uh, Heavenly Father, thank you again for this day. Thank you for this great opportunity. And we love you so much. And we appreciate you so much. And uh, this is a special day, Lord, uh, because you created it. Uh, and every day has a significance. And this day, uh, you know that someone here has a need to hear a word from you. And Lord, thank you for allowing me to be able to deliver it. And so, Lord, we ask you to uh, touch the heart and let them have a greater love for you and a greater love for humanity. Oh, what a blessing it is to be under your leadership and your guidance. There's no other place we'd rather be than under your leadership. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I, uh, I am uh, I'm, I'm so grateful and I'm so appreciative uh, whenever I have an opportunity uh, to speak. And, and so I'm uh, very special um, when you have, uh, when you've been in a field for so many years and, and uh, kids you had when they were little, uh, and they grew up to be big people. And uh, those big people would come to hear you preach. Uh, that means a lot to me. Uh, I don't take that for granted uh, because what it says is that uh, they love God, uh, but they really respect uh, what you did many, many, many years ago. Um, so I want to say thank you all to the class of 1993. Uh, uh, I appreciate you all so much. I promise you. Uh, yeah, we're going to be doing communion uh, after service today, so we're going to close our service with communion. And Dr. Abby Ade is going to lead the communion service uh, as we exit. Um, uh, so, uh, uh, Doc, I just want to give you my heart because um, my spirit is so troubled this morning. Um, but uh, I have to uh, apologize to you uh, for my troubled spirit. I just want to tell you that. So uh, the enemy always come in and try to create division. And so, uh, and I know whenever God has a message, uh, the enemy tries to inter uh, interfere, right? but greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Amen? Amen. And I'm excited about this thing, right? So the message uh, today, uh, and uh, I have orders to be done by 12 o'clock. That's going to be challenging, but uh, work with me, right? Uh, the message today uh, is uh, favor uh, the gift of righteousness. Favor the gift of righteousness. God's favor. I want you to know um, that you are favored by God. And the enemy wants you to think you're not. And so sometimes the things we go through in life and the challenges we have in life, uh, it makes us sometimes feel like we're nobody, we're insignificant. And I want you to know that you are very significant. And you mean something to God. And you are important. And your favor, uh, sometimes we don't even realize we're being favored. Uh, we think it's things that are just happening when it's really God favoring you, right? And, uh, and if we really appreciate that and not get so connected to material things and really get connected to relationships and understand that we're all divinely connected. Uh, and so uh, and we understand that. So then how I treat you uh, really has a direct impact on my favor, right? Uh, so, and I want to talk to you guys about that today, and I want you to know uh, that you're special. And so when you leave here today, I want you to know that you're special. Now, favor is really a gift of righteousness, right? There's some things attached to it, right? So 
if we really want to favor, uh, and think about uh, um, when we operate. So some people say, well, you know, you don't have to do anything. You, know, it, yeah, you have to do some things, right? And it's important because God gave us rules to follow, right? And we have to understand his regulations. And so this world, we get so tied up, man, in cars and houses and all that. That ain't got nothing to do with favor. Favor is really, man, having a relationship with God, knowing that God got you, right? It ain't got nothing to do with material things because everybody knows you can, uh, uh, you can own a Bentley, right? But that Bentley ain't nothing but a bunch of junk. It's nothing but a bunch of metal and plastic and electricity and wires and all that. It's not even animated until you get in it, right? And if you don't ever get in it, it can be worth $100,000, $200,000. If you don't get in it and move it, the animation, get in it and move it, eventually it won't, the windows won't work, it won't start, the wires are rot, because there's nothing. Those things are nothing. The only thing that really matters really is you and people in relationship. So, and understand this. So when God uh, wanted you to know about favor, he wanted you to know that he wants you to understand that you have a direct relationship with him. And even though uh, sometimes we don't realize it, uh, the favor is so strong that he says in, at any time in your life uh, when you're going down the wrong path, you have such favor with me, all you have to do is reach out to me and then and I'll reach out to you. He said, now, now some people are out there and they tell you because you did this here, you're doing this here, man, that uh, you don't have God's favor. I'm telling you, you do. And I'm telling you, your favor is so strong that whenever you call him, he said, I'll be there for you, right? I just need you to call and then recognize your shortcoming and the enemy is messing with you and you need me, right? Uh, in such a way that you're willing to give me your life and trust me with your life, right? And so then you have favor and then you can, and favor is, is not fair, right? So it's not fair. So, uh, and you don't understand it. And people don't understand. So people may tell you what you have and what you don't have, but they don't know what you mean to God. I want you to hear me well. They have no idea. Now, they can give you their philosophy, man, based on what they read. But they don't know what you mean to God. I want you to know that you're important to God. If you wouldn't, he wouldn't have you here. Right? Uh, and he wouldn't, uh, he wouldn't give you the gifts and talents that you have. And some of you say, well, I don't have, I can't. You do a whole lot. And you have so many gifts and talents. And sometimes the enemy hides them so you don't even know you got them. And sometimes you just operate in them and don't even realize they're a gift. Because it comes so natural to you, you just do it. Right? And somebody else looks at you and says, wow, man, I wish I can do that. Right? I wish I can be that. But you don't have to be that. You just have to be you. Right? You just have to be you because you've been favored by God. You are special. I want you to hear me. It ain't got anything to do with your dirt, right? Because all of us are a lump of, lump of dirt, right? That, that's just, a, that's just a, the, the, the pocket or the house. It's like the, it's the Rolls Royce uh, that need to be driven, right? Uh, uh, that's the dirt. But you are special. When God brought your spirit into this animated body, in a, or, or they call it like an avatar body, when he put his spirit inside this thing, then it started to move. And when people see it working, they can almost see God in living color, right? And, and he, he, they can see it, man, by the way you love people and the way you interact with people. And you say, well, that, people say, well, you don't know, man. They mean as a snake. Not to everybody. <laughs> Hear me well. They're not, they're not mean to everybody, right? Sometimes the energy that somebody give you 
right? Uh, they get back what they give. But they don't, they don't, they don't want to take uh, ownership of what they did to you, uh, what they did to get you there. They just say what you're not. They're not going to tell the whole story uh, that I was really trying to push your button. I was really doing these things trying to get you there. And then when you went there, then I say you're not saved. And people understand that. And then when somebody push your button, they get you mad, and then you snap, and they say, I thought you were saved. You know, uh, um, but I want you to know that, uh, that, you, that you're favored by God. Everybody say, I'm favored, I'm favored. by God. Now listen, it ain't got nothing to do with your family. It ain't got nothing to do with your mom, your dad, and all that. It has to do with you, all right? Because you got to remember, God just used your parents, right, as a blessing to help get you here because he needed somebody to bring that gift into the world, right? And so he used them and to bring you into the world, right? And so uh, that's why uh, you have to love God with all your heart. Or above mom, above dad, you have to love God. Right? You have to love him more than anything else because uh, they come and go. But he never goes. He said, I never leave you nor forsake you. He said, in the midnight hour, in your darkest moments, he said, I'll be there. He said, when, when it seemed like everybody else turned their back on you, he said, I won't. Right? And he said, and you realize that sometimes I send you through things in life and I bring you through stuff, man, because I want to take you to something. He said, you need that experience in your life because I have an assignment for you. Without this experience, you would not be able to fulfill this assignment. And the sooner you understand whose you are and who you're working for, right, the better you are. Right? And, once, and the people that get it, they get it, they're so excited and they're so happy. They don't care about material things. They don't care about money. They don't care about, all they care about is to see a smile on your face. They want to be a blessing to you. Uh, I heard uh, Dr. Abby Adia say once, um, I was in his, in his uh, sermon, uh, when his sermon, he was talking to his people, he said, I just love cooking, right? I just, I love cooking. And I don't even want people to tell me thank you. He's because I really don't do it for you all, right? I really do it, man, because of him. He said, and I want, I want, and it's almost like I put the love in it for you. And if you never, if you never say thank you, it doesn't matter because I didn't really do it for you, but I did it for you. I did it because I love him, because he gave me a gift, and I used the gift I have to try to touch your heart. Right Now, you say, well, I don't like it. Well, you don't have to. They don't stop my gift to you. Right? And sometimes you want to appreciate the gift, man, to the Lord. How many times you said you thought, man, I can't stay. Man, I can't. Boy, I wish they would just give me a call right now. The person who was getting on my last nerve, and now, no, I just wish I could just hear the call. I heard a lady who had been through some things in her life, and she had gotten divorced, and she bought a beautiful house, and the house was almost like $700,000. Beautiful home, man. Me and I didn't get a chance to visit it. I walked in home, and it was so gorgeous. And the woman said to us, we sit in her home, I mean, this house is like, she says, but uh, I wish she had gotten divorced. She said, if I could just hear him arguing now, if I could just hear his voice. She said, you know, uh, silence is so loud in this house. He said, there's somebody I can just interact with. And sometimes you don't appreciate something until it's gone. Right? Uh, and, and so and we have to understand, um, God brings gifts into our life. Right? And he brings those gifts, man, because you have favor. And you need them. And that's why we're not what we used to be. We may not what we be everything we ought to be, Glenn, but we're not what we used to be. And, and, and I sure enough, I sure enough not what I look like, what I've been through, right? And, and so, and sometimes I, I've been through a whole lot, 
and I don't look like it. It looks like I'm doing all right. Uh, I was listening to uh, the class reunion last night. A young man got up, and he said man, he had been through so much. He had been shot, and things had been had. He had, and, and he had lost his businesses and some things, and it was just really, really rough and tough on him, right? But you couldn't tell by looking at him. But the beauty was he was, he was speaking to his classmates, and, uh, and I'm sitting there, and I'm just giggling on this side because I'm saying, and he's telling the story. Right? And God brought him through the storm. Right? And he probably thought he couldn't get through that storm. He, didn't, he, he thought the storm was too big. But God said, I promise you, I'm going to bring you through this. It's like the wave in the water is going to come up, come down. He said, but I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to stay right with you. Right? So I want you to know, everybody say, I'm favored. I want to tell you a, a couple stories and then um, about uh, a young man. And I'm going to read it. It's out of 2 Kings chapter 2. Uh, and it's, here's the story. Listen. When they came to the other side, Elijah, who's a major prophet, Elijah had such a relationship with God. He was so awesome and so magnificent. Something about him, man, that God gave him this favor, uh, and, uh, uh, and he was so anointed. And when he could see, uh, and they called him like the eagle-eyed prophet, God gave him the ability to be able to see things before it ever happened. And he was so anointed, right? And the people knew Elijah was anointed, right? And, uh, but he had a little uh, protege by the name of Elisha, right? Elisha stood by him, man, and he loved him, and he watched him. Now, remember, it don't, the Bible don't say anything about their background, really, man. He probably was some poor kid, whatever. But the thing was, while he was in his mother's womb, God had anointed him, right? So here he is. He sees this young man, uh, uh, and this young man is just on fire for God. But Elijah is about to get out of here. Right? He's in his latter years in life, and here's what it says. He says, tell me, what can I do? This is Elijah. What can I do for you before I, I'm taken away? So Elijah tells Elijah this. Here's what Elijah says. Elijah replies, please let me inherit a double share of your spirit and become your successor. If King James said, I want a double portion of your anointing. Right? He said, I, I, I want a double portion because... What you have is, is powerful, but I want a double portion of it. He says, because I want to be able to do what you do, right? I want to be able to impact the lives of people in a positive way. So then here's what Elijah says to Elisha. He says, you have asked a very difficult thing, right? Uh, a very, very difficult thing. He says, but if you see me when I'm taken away, right, then you will get your request. We're going to grant it. I got such a relationship with God that I'm telling you that if you stick around, if you can stay in this thing, now listen to me. I, I'm, I'm speaking to somebody. If you can stay in there, if you can hang in there, don't give up, man, when things get tough. Don't turn your back on God, man, when things get rough. If you can hang in there, you'll get a double portion. The, the anointing is even greater if you can ride the wave. But so often, man, we get so frustrated with God because people are doing things that we literally turn our back on God. And so people sometimes in church, they get frustrated with church, uh, Ontario, and then they get upset and they get mad at somebody and they walk away from God. You know, but something happened and they blame God for it. And they said, you know, not realizing that he is, every, you are who you are because of him. It had nothing to do with that person. That person was is just like you, right? And uh, they divinely connected like you are, right? And sometimes 
they, the enemy will slip in when they let their guards down. I don't care how saved and sanctified you are. Sometimes if you're not on point, the enemy will come in and infiltrate your body, come in and take over, and he'll work through you, right? And I don't care how anointed you think you are, everybody think you're the devil. I was talking today, uh, uh, Brother Dennis knocked on my door every Sunday. Uh, I got a sign on my door, I do not enter. The door is locked. They don't pay attention. You know, Derek and them don't pay attention. They just, they come, Dennis knock, knock, knock. I'm sitting in the room, right? And uh, uh, and he knock again. And then he just opened the door and walk in. So, and, uh, and I said, man, listen, man, did you read the sign, brother? Right? And uh, so I called him back in. And I had to apologize because I was going through something. Right? And so I knew. But the, at that time, man, the enemy had gotten inside me, man, and I snapped on him, and he did nothing to me. He did what he do every Sunday. He stops in my office and says, hey, pastor, how are you doing? What is the scripture for today? Right? So the enemy blinded me because of my emotions. And then and, and he got in, and I said something. So immediately, I got uh, on the phone, and I called him, but he didn't answer. So I got up, and uh, I went and found him, and he was in the class. I said, hey, you need to come back in my office for a second. And then I had to apologize to him, right? Uh, because I was in my office and I sat down and I closed my eyes when he walked out and I meditated for a quick second. And, and God says, okay, now, go do what you're supposed to do, right? Make this thing right, right? Because this, this ain't supposed to happen. Don't you let the enemy do that to you, right? And so I called him back in and I tell him I, I apologize. And then uh, and Dennis, like Dennis says, he's, yes, he sat on down, started having a conversation. I'm like, Dennis, I didn't want to do all that, brother. I just wanted to tell you I'm sorry, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, so we kind of laughed and, and, and came on in. But the enemy, uh, I don't care who you are and how anointed you are. The enemy, if he can find any kind of crack to get in, he'll do it. And our egos get in the way. And when our egos get in the way, uh, we will start talking out of our ego and not represent him. And, and so, and I want you to understand that. Now, here's the deal. So, the, when you have this anointing, in your life, and God is trying to work through you. Remember, the enemy is trying to derail you. He's going to come in, he's going to do things, and he's going to try to make things important that's not important. Right? All you got to do is just calm down for a minute, catch your breath, and just breathe, and then you realize, man, the enemy just slide right out your life. He'll be gone. And, and understand that, because I'm favored by God, and I know this. So I know what God called me to do. I know what God has anointed me to do. I'm talking to you all. You know what God has anointed you to do. You know what God has called you to do. And it may not be big to everybody else, but I promise you it's big to somebody. Somebody you are so important to because God assigned you to that person spiritually. And you have a major impact in their life. Right? And everybody said favor. So now, Elijah, uh, he wants this double portion. Now, he's nobody insignificant, but God gave him favor. So if you keep reading, all of a sudden, Elisha gets the gift. He gets the gift, and, and God makes him special. Now, this is important. I want you to understand. Because of his relationship with God, he was able to experience his anointing, right, and experience the blessing. The more we connect, it's almost like the Internet, right? Sometimes I was riding in the car with Terry over the other day, and, uh, uh, and we were taking the kids to a carnival. And Terrio just couldn't focus. He was like, um, his mind was gone because he is paying all this money for this phone, and none of the phones was working. He was so frustrated 
because these phones were not working. And he on the phone with the guy, and I didn't talk to y'all, and I didn't call you, and they're doing this here, and I'm paying all this money, and my daughter's phone's not working, my wife's phone's not working, and he was all frustrated. And I'm sitting in the car, and I'm just riding. And I'm trying to talk to him, he'll, try, he'll say something to me on the side, and he just, oh. So we got to the place, and we got to the place, man, he couldn't focus. Without the kids working around, he sit down, and he's on, and he's sitting down, and I'm watching him, no, I'm watching him. He's sitting in his chair, his head down, he in his phone, he mad, because his phone ain't working, right? What had happened was, or some kind of way he got disconnected, right? And when you're disconnected, we're so, we need the internet so much that when we get disconnected, man, we all dis discombobulated. We just like, what's the world's going on? We think the world is going upside down. That is what happens when we disconnect from God and we lose the signal. We get so frustrated, right? And we don't even realize that we're favored. Right? So we miss all, we forget all about the favor and everything God is doing in our life, and then all we focus on is what's going wrong. Right? So much so we put our attention to that, and then everything else goes on the back burner. Right? But I'm here to tell you that you have to be able to spiritually recognize the enemy and stay connected, because your connection is only disconnected if you disconnect. This internet line and this service, God won't connect it. You got to disconnect it. Okay, nobody else could, you know, you, you're cursed. Your life going to be cursed. They don't have the power to disconnect you from God. You know, when, when, when God thought about bringing you into the world, he said, I'm connecting you. He said, I'm not going to let go. Now, you may disconnect and say, I'm going to do this. He said, but I'm not going to disconnect. And he said, and you can always turn your bill back on, just repent. He said, if you repent, he said, you can reconnect. He said, and get your power back. And then you realize what you, that's faith. Everybody said favor. That's favor when I know I've messed up and all that, and all I got to do is repent, and then I'm reconnected. I didn't say, say I'm sorry. I said repent. Repent is different than saying I'm sorry. Repent is I have no intention of doing that again. And then I, I, I'm reconnected all part. That is favor. Everybody said favor. favor. Now, so don't miss the favor. So, so don't get caught up and you think you favor because you got a car. You're a fool. You, listen, I'm telling you you're a fool. If you think you favor because you're driving a Mercedes, you're an idiot. Because you don't pay the note they're taking it. You know, you can't be, listen, uh, Keisha, you can't think you favor because you got a nice house that you never own. Mr. Scott, are you pay? So I pay cash for my house. My house paid for you bragging, calling your friends. My house paid for it. You ought to stop the madness and just think and realize that if you don't pay, the taxes is going back. You can pay a million dollars for it. Don't pay your taxes. You'll lose it in two years. You never own it. God, God giving it to you on loan because you're favored. It's not yours. So don't, you can't brag about that stuff. That is nothing. When you go to bed at night, you don't know if it's a million-dollar house or a two-dollar house. You going around telling everybody, I'm favored. I'm blessed. I'm so favored by the Lord. Ain't got nothing to do with your He didn't bless me with him. That ain't no favor. Favor is being able to stay connected with him. And knowing that if I mess up, 
right, that I can reconnect back with him, right? And then everybody else is nothing but resources. You all are resources. So, and I want the young people to understand this. So when I commit to God, I, I'm, con listen, I got the best internet connection in the world. The best. That's him. He's the best service provider. In the middle of a storm, he's the connection. I mean, it's, the storm is, listen, a New Orleans crashed. It was, it was uh, the, the, the levee broke, and, and, the, and the water came down, and it took over the city. Do you know that God was still in charge? Do you know he had people, he, had, he assigned people ahead of time that knew how to fly helicopters. He said, I want you guys to go out there, and I want you to rescue some of these people that I have, a, I have assignments for. They think they're about to drown, uh, but I got them. Right? He said, now they ain't got nothing to do. They out there in the middle of the water, and they don't know what they're going to do. They're sitting on the top of their house because the house that they love so much is underwater. And they thought they lost it all. But some of them can give you the testimony that God gave it all back. Right? Because uh, he said, once you realize it, when you realize it ain't nothing, all right, he said, once you realize none of that stuff means anything, then you can have it all. Right? Everybody said favor. Yeah. All right, now, so, uh, now watch this here. Now, this is what he'll do to your enemies. I want you to watch this here. Here's what happened in Egypt. The children of Israel. The children of Israel is in Egypt. The Pharaoh and his boys, man, treat them like garbage. This is him. And I will cause the Egyptians. Now, they get ready to come out of Egypt. They enslave you. Everybody said, my enemy. People that don't like me, they don't care nothing about me. Uh, one hour older, they wouldn't care about burn. It doesn't even matter. Watch what he said. And I will cause the Egyptians to look favorably on you. Now, they don't like you. They turn up the heat. They're making things difficult in your life. He says, they will give you. If I make your enemy bless you when they don't even want to bless you. That's what favor is. When they don't want to do for you and they do it and they don't know why they did it. Right? And he says, uh, they will give you gifts. Uh, when you go, so you will not leave empty-handed. Now, they're about to kick you out. Of, he said, I'm about to bring you out of Egypt. I'm taking you out. And watch this in the next verse. This is good. Every Israelite woman will ask for articles of silver and gold and fine clothing uh, from the Egyptian neighbors and from the foreign women in their houses. You will dress your sons and daughters with these, stripping the Egyptians of their wealth. Listen, so he's got... This is God. So none of this stuff belongs to him. So when they think they're doing something, when they're trying to hurt you, he says, I got you. He said, because I take everything they have and bless you with it. But you can't forget that it ain't yours either. Because you, so, you think it's yours, you wouldn't even give people a ride to church. And some of you all go to the same job, know the people not making that much money, but you still charge them even though you're going to the same place. Because you say, well, I need some gas. Well, you're going anyway. Uh, so why can't I give you a ride knowing you just got the job or whatever and you don't have that much money? I know you're struggling uh, and I'm going anyway and I'm already blessed, right? Because I'm telling everybody I'm blessed. And so I'm so blessed that I want to bless you. So God has favored you uh, with resources and the reason why he did it because he wants you to really realize that everything you have is not yours, it's his. He said, once you recognize that, he said, then, right? He said, now, 
all that. This, listen, that's favor in your life. So you got to know who you are. Every little thing, you, everything belongs to him, but he's gifted to you. And he'll make the image, the very person that means nothing uh, to you, uh, and you don't mean anything to them, because you love him and you recognize who he is, he will give you favor. And favor is what? Not fair. It's not fair. To the human, they don't understand it. But I'm telling you, uh, uh, I'm so happy that I got direct access to the king. I mean, I got direct access. And, and he's amazing. Everybody say amazing. So now, I'm about to wrap this thing up because uh, I told you we're going to be touring, but I, so we can do this communion. And here's favorite scripture, famous scripture. You read it all the time, but I'm going to try to help you with it, and we're going to walk out of here. Understand favor. But there's some things, everybody says some things I have to do to recognize it, not get to favor because I already got it. I just got to recognize I got it. And the favor ain't got nothing to do with material stuff. Everybody said not, nothing to do with material stuff. It has everything to do with relationships. Favor has everything to do with relationships, right? And once you realize it, it makes a difference. Here's what he says in Proverbs. My child, never forget the things I have taught you. Store my commandments in your heart. You need to get everything in your heart. It has to get deep down inside. Not in your head, but in your heart. He says, if you do this, you will live many years and your life will be satisfying. Right? Now, I got to understand what God's principle is. and what, what I'm going to teach you on the principles of God, right? Not today, but I'm going to teach you on it, right? Never let loyalty and kindness leave you. Now, I'm going to give you some things that you need to walk away with, right? Don't ever, ever, ever forget these things. It's important when you talk about favor. He says, never let loyalty and kindness leave you. Under no circumstances, don't ever leave He's he about to show you how to be blessed, Peaches. He says, tie them around your neck as a reminder. Write them deep within your heart. Loyalty. Be loyal. Right? Then he says, he says, then you will. Everybody said, then. Then and only then, he said, you will find favor, right? He said, with both God and what? People. Right? Now, and you will earn a good reputation. Now, your reputation is going to come in with your commitment to God. So people are going to see your life, right, and, and they're going to bless you, uh, and, and your reputation is going to be, I can trust them, man. You tell me somebody that's saved, I know they saved. Right? I know they have a relationship with God. And watch this here. Then you will find favor with God and what? People. Now, here's the thing. I never forget, and I, I, I listen, I, rem I remember this here as long as God got breath in my body and my mind. We bought a house. And I told you guys this testimony. We were a young couple, and we loved the Lord with all of our heart, our Dean and I, right? And we wanted a house, uh, Jay, and we wanted a really nice house. And so Ardina, we was driving down the street, and Ardina saw this house on Jefferson. And the house was so beautiful, she knocked on the door and asked the people, can we go in? They let this woman come in the house, right? <laughs> and they, they let her come in the house, and the, and the, and the white, older white couple uh, uh, let us, Ardina walks throughout the house, looks over the whole house. She comes out with a big smile on her face. I like this house. This is exactly what we want. And we've been praying and all that, right? So we go and we offer the lady. We call our realtor and say, would you please put a bid in for the house? I'm going to tell you favor with God and men and people. The lady said, no, I'm not doing it. That's my realtor. Because she just 
denied a bid. Felisa put in a $99,000 bid, right? She said, no, the woman just rejected a bid for $150,000 because she was offended, right? Now, some of you guys heard the story. She's offended. So because she's offended, I'm not going to submit a bid. I said, you need to do, because God had already told me, right? I said, you submit the bid. When we submitted the bid, the woman accepted the bid $50,000 less. She thought it was, they was underbidding her, and then she gave us $5,000 to do the roof, right? Now, God told us what to do. We did it, and we got favor with a woman we don't even know. Had no idea who the woman was, don't know nothing about him. And so the woman, get, we got the house, right? Later on, the house is now worth $400,000, right? And the house is paid for, right? So now, I didn't understand redlining, Mr. Scott. Redlining didn't make sense to me uh, then because I didn't know nothing about it until I started studying redlining, right? And when they wouldn't let certain black people live in certain neighborhoods, right? And I knew then, and God told me, like I'm talking to you all, he said, that was a redlining situation. He said, but what happened was I gave you favor with this lady that you didn't know, and she wanted to give you a head start on life, right? And so she allowed us to get into a community with a lot less where you couldn't get in because they were blocking us out, right? And she allowed us to get in and gave us a head start on life. So we walked into the house with almost $100,000 equity, right, right out the gate. And, and God was telling me, he said, listen, that was me giving you favor. I didn't know until years later what it was. But what he says, I give you favor with people and God. So because of our faithfulness to him and trusting him and believing him with nothing, he said, not only me, he said, now I work through people. He said, now watch me work. And so then he worked on her and changed her. And the woman, this the woman said to us, they had a big block party. And here's the woman. I don't know why we did what we did. I told her I'll sell it back to her for 200000 <laughs> Right? No. So, and, but, but it was, it was, everybody said favor. Yes. That's favor. So then, and I'm, I'm about to be done. Here's what it says. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not depend on your own understanding. You got to get rid of your mindset and put everything in him. Young folks, I want you to understand this here. You got to trust God and not you. You're not that smart. So don't believe you that smart. You're only smart as you connected to God because he makes smart people look dumb. He can make dumb people look smart. And you're trying to figure out man, how I'm so much. Don't ever put it on you. Always trust him. Right? And then he says this. Seek his will, not my will. What is it, God, that you want me to do? Who do you want me to bless? Who do you want me in contact with? Who do you want me to represent you to? Because I need to do your will and not mine. Because mine is about money. That's why he told us in Scripture, you can't love God and money. Because if you love money and, listen, what you do is you put God on the back burner when it comes to dollars. I used to have, when I was going to church years ago, uh, they would have lines. And some of you all know what I'm talking about. I know Dr. Nicole know. We've been in line and the evangelists would come in town. This is the gospel truth. This ain't no, I ain't making this up. She would come in line, and these poor folks, and she said, I, the Lord told me it's 10 people here They got $1,000. Am, am I telling the truth? It's $1,000. And then she'll wait and look. It's 10 of y'all. Okay, we need nine more. 
we need five more. And so when nobody will move, right, it's 500. And then so many people moved, and he says, 100. It was like, this, raise your hand, you know what I'm talking about. That's the truth. I'm not making this up, right? And they were working this thing, right? And here's the thing. They were taking advantage of the people. God's favor, you got to realize whatever God's giving you, whatever business you have, whatever, remember your business is to serve the people. Love the people, serve the people, and watch the favor. Because you are living in houses you didn't build, you're driving cars you didn't, you couldn't afford to buy, right? You got wives you know you didn't deserve, you got a husband you don't deserve, you got God bless you with children, they're so smart, you don't know how they got so smart, you don't know, Lord, where that come from? That didn't come out of me, Right? And, and so, but God bless you with them. It's all because of favor. And it ain't got nothing to do with things. It's got to do with him working through and using you as a blessing. He said, don't get tied up in all the other stuff. He said, favor. So I, I want to close with this right here. Give, and it, will, it shall be given to you. How? Good measure. Press down. Shaking together. Running over, shall listen to me. Press down. They put so much, they had so much in, they would shake it, press it down, shake it so you can get some more in there and press it down. That's how people are going to bless you. So you got to be willing. Now listen, when you open up the give and realize what I have to give, that's what I love about Dr. Abby Addy. I tell him all the time, I tell my wife everywhere I go, I ain't never been nobody like me in my life, right? You just give, right? You give not because. It is because. Not because I want something. It's because I, I'm favored to do this. So I want to challenge you all. Make God the most important thing in your life and start giving. I didn't say money. Start giving of you. Some of you all don't have no money. All you have is you. Be willing to give you. If you had, if you had money, if God wanted you to have a lot of money, He would have given you a lot of money. He didn't give it to you. He gave you a lot of love. He gave all of us a bank full of love, and it never runs out. And when you give it, that's the favor. Man, I got so much love I can give you. I can make you smile when you're broke. I can make you smile when you're sick. I can lift you up, man, when you're down and you feel like the world is over you. It's just so much. My presence can make a difference. I ain't talking about me. I'm talking about you. My presence can make a difference. Right? So you get to see the favor of God as you interact with me. Not Pastor Duran. I'm talking about you. You get to see it, the favor of God. Because as I speak into your life, as I interfere in your life and come into your life, I'm going to do it with so much love that when you leave, you're going to be so much better because you came in contact with me. I get to be Jesus with skin on it. Amen. 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 Give the Lord a hand clap. That's the gift of righteousness. Favor. Favor is not fair, but you got a lot of it. Let's prepare for... Um, uh, communion.
and then we're going to do communion. Uh, it's good, 12.15 on the dot. So we're going to do communion. As we do communion, we're going to prepare. And let me talk about giving first. Uh, as you prepare your heart to give, give according to how God has blessed you. Whatever God put on your heart to give, then you do it. Don't do less, and you don't have to do more. Whatever God put on your heart, right? One thing I can assure you, standing on this pulpit, everything you give is going to be used for the right thing. For those who are here for the first time, we're not going. Right? If you don't have anything, don't. We don't care. If you have to do something, that's fine. But everybody has something that we can do and give. All right? Amen. Amen. Hey, uh, Dr. Abiyadi, you on? I'm reducing so you can increase. Here you go. It should, the green light should be on. Yeah, it's on now. Good morning. I would just like three minutes and then prepare your hearts for communion. I want you to know, or some of 